All right, everyone, welcome back to the Menas Reaction Show. Uh, I um, have been taking a little break, but I'm joined now live. We're we're on Twitter. We're also gonna I'm gonna release this on my YouTube channel rather than the network. I've got Visionless Dave with me. Dave, how are you? Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. So it's a huge um, desire for people to us to get back together. Um, obviously, gathering of the goats was one of the more uh, divisive, polarizing, buzz-generating shows in the network's history. And uh, I guess I don't know what really happened between us. It just kind of um, evaporated. What, 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 how do you see things from your perspective? Um, I think I get sick of doing a show after like four or five, and then so I just sabotage it to uh, to end it. And then I take a couple months off, and then I do another show pretty much. Yeah, right. Um, so you, you know, weren't you, expecting that answer. No, I was expecting you to say I upset you or, uh, yeah, I mean, it sort of happened around the whole smugsy, uh, faggy pants controversy. <laughs> and I, I sort of distanced myself from smugsy and I know how much you deeply love her. And I thought maybe that was it. But you're saying you just actually got sick of the show. Um, yeah, you know, in the moment that probably I wasn't thinking that, but uh, in reflection, I can. I can um, attribute my behaviors to probably that sentiment. <laughs> Your love of Smugsy. Yeah. So there was, there's no real lingering animosity. I didn't do anything to upset you. Uh, no, you do a lot of things that upset me, but um, I just I just let them go. I'm very mature oh, nice. that way. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good to hear. Um, I'm relieved. Well, I thought we were going to have a fight or you were going to like um, blame me for something I didn't do. Uh, yeah, I was, I was disappointed that the show ended. I was really enjoying doing it with you. Um, yeah. The flame that um, burns twice as bright burns twice as quick. I think that's the expression. Something like that, mm. you know? Yeah. It was a powerful yeah, show. Something, something about bright flames burning um, out. Um, yes. Yeah, so... Okay, well, I, that, that's good. That that Nadu call, I think, is the highlight of my career. I think that's my favorite moment of my of my broadcasting career. And it's uh, aged well. It's aged so well. I think we just tag teamed him, and uh, that actually got me the Rico follow. I got the Rico official follow. You know. Wow. Yeah. So Great clip. It, it, yeah, we we had a good run. I think we helped um, destroy Jared Carabas. We. Um, yep. you know, we, we had some great little controversies for the show. Uh, I, um, I, you did send me a message before this that you didn't want to talk about KMS. So I'm assuming I sort of noticed when Steve left KMS, your interest level certainly went down. Um, I think that's fair to say. Uh, I still listen to most of the shows, pretty much all the shows. Um, I'll skip a Friday show every now and then just if it's movie heavy. Um, but I think in general, um, the KMS universe has been a little less active on Twitter. You know, there's less shows on YouTube. Everything's a little bit, uh, it's less chaotic than it used to be, which could be a good thing depending on how you look at it. Um, but I would say I'm still very interested in the world and everything that's going on with it. I well, missed it though. Yeah, yeah, I, I can imagine. You must have been happy when he called in last week. Did you hear that? No, I did not listen to that show. 
Yeah, well, you should just to the Steve call. That was quite amusing. Uh, but I think actually... Kurt should give you the RSS feed while he's gone. Wow, now that's that's a huge step. <laughs> give me the Kirk Minahan show RSS feed. Wow, yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Look, I, I, I was maybe my my ambitions were too low. You know, I was ex- just wanting the Kirk Minahan network maybe to get the odd podcast, and I didn't even want the KMN network. I just want to manage it. Um, maybe get my podcast on the um, audio feed for Minic Fan HQ. But, you know, all of this is too hard for Dave. He doesn't trust me. He's not going to give me the keys to anything. He's, you know, he's building a wall around his little world that he's trying to preserve. Um, you know, I spoke about it with all aboard that I don't think's out yet where I think he's feeling a bit threatened. But you've got, you're right. I mean, give me the Kirk Minahan show. You ma- imagine the Kirk. Go on. Do you think you're trustworthy? Absolutely. If if given real responsibility, um, I would obviously respect that. I just want to be able to go live on the KMN network. I want to be able to post stuff. I want to be able to release my own podcast on the Minifan HQ feed without relying on Dave. I think I've earned that as being a, a longtime producer on the network. I agree, but I also don't think you're trustworthy. Why not? Still what, do it. what would I do? What would I do? Honestly. I think you would. I think you would pull like a K Marco and and use your power to like um, gain the upper hand in some kind of personal vendetta. You know, who do you hate? Who's your enemies right now? I don't really have any enemies. I mean, there's a few Mina fans who I don't engage with, but not many. I mean, uh, now that Steve's gone, uh, it, it's 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 a happy place. I mean, Dave's your sort of dumb idiot who's just trying his best. You've got. Quantum Week, Chris, who's great on Fridays. You got Blind Mike. I mean, it, it's it's a pretty good time at the moment. Yeah. So yeah, they I, should give you the RSS. For yeah, you. that's it. Um, oh, well, that's good to know. I, I thought maybe you'd really sort of dipped out of uh, the KMS show. I mean, I don't know. No, I, I just don't think there's much to talk about right now, you know, because there's no shows or anything. And you could do the same old, like, do you think Kirk's going to come back and all that stuff? But mm. I think that, I think that gets discussed enough. Yeah, definitely. What, what, um, what's your take on the whole sort of Portnoy business insider article? It's been interesting to watch. I'm at the point where I'm a little bit sick of hearing about it, but I understand why he has to keep going so hard, but um, understanding both those things, I'm I'm still like kind of over it. It was a fun like 72 hours, definitely. Um, and I think I think it could have gone a lot worse. It is kind of crazy how big it got and just the the impact it can. He has some powerful enemies. That's all I'll say. And I would be worried of him if I was him. I'd be worried about getting hacked. You know, I'd have some cybersecurity. I'd be way more careful with how I operated. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's because somebody wants oh, yeah. to take him down, you know. Or yeah, a bunch definitely. Of do. Yeah, and uh, I think Murchison's in in that as well. So it, yeah, I, I sort of feel sorry for Dave because I I do believe actually that he's an honest guy. Um, you know, I think you can make a ju- your own judgments on whether a forty five year old should be chasing twenty year old women. That's your own sort of personal opinion, but there's no law against it. You know, I wouldn't want my 20-year-old daughter dating a 45-year-old man, but it's not illegal, uh, is it? Leonardo DiCaprio crushes young bras. Exactly. No it's all he does. It. Yeah, it's that's all right. he does. He just is way more discreet about it. 
Yeah, yeah. what well, isn't it, isn't it the joke like at the when they turn twenty one, they're all of a sudden too old for him or something? Uh, yeah, he's, he's twenty. The twenty. Like, yeah. He's dated multiple like Sports Illustrated cover girls. I think like three or four. You know. Yeah. Good on him. So, good on him. You know. Absolutely. Um, and, and were you surprised Kirk um, is taking such a long break? Uh, I wouldn't say surprised. I didn't really see it coming. So it was surprising in that way, but I I think uh, I think all probably all the breaks should have been longer, you know. Mm. Um, there's no. Rush. I know you're a strong mental health advocate, so strong mental health advocate. It sounds like he just wants to do the case and finish that. Um, so you might as well if you can get if if your company's going to let you get away with it and or like let you do it and it's going to help your mental health, you know why not? Rush. Yeah. I was I was surprised uh, when he said he was taking such a long break because I, I, people doubt whether he'll come back, but the, he does love it. I mean, you you just have to hear him on it. He loves the show. He loves the attention. He loves broadcasting. He loves having a, a you know a platform. So I think he will give that up very reticently. Um, but D- correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't and this isn't a criticism, it's just an observation, doesn't like every time he goes away, he kind of says something similar, like, I don't know if I'll be back. Like, is this not the first time he said that? Yeah, True definitely not. He, yeah, absolutely. Why is this one getting treated so differently? Just because it's longer, you think? Yeah, maybe. I think that audio where he just sounded so bad before the Sopranos interview may have shocked a few people like i've heard kirk in bad places and he's broken down on air before talking about the death of his parents but that was a real confronting listen just that was raw and i give him incredible amounts of credit for doing that i'm actually not sure whether dave should have broadcast it i think cullinane as you producer you do have some responsibility and if someone's going through a mental breakdown perhaps not broadcasting it is um, is probably appropriate. But, you know, Kirk's history is that he would want everything out there. So, you know, that's a tough one. But it was pretty confronting. Yeah, I would broadcast it. You know, why not? If you're going to be open yeah. and honest, you know. Yeah, not? but, I mean, if you say you – if you went through a mental breakdown and that so happened to be on air, on a not live recording, would – would you want? Would you want the guy you're with to go? Look, I'll just hold off on this and see how it sits in a couple of days. It could go both ways, though, because then you're kind of telling the person like you're not capable of making your own decisions. You know, it's a very almost dangerously patronizing stance to have. It's a fine line. I hear your argument, but if someone told me that, I would. I would. That would probably just upset me more. I think. Yeah, I mean, if Kirk says, "Look, I want that to go out," then it's his show goes out. Um, Do you think he, it he makes did him seem... look weak? No, no, but I think when he came back for that final recording, I wouldn't say he was sheepish or anything, but he he was aware that he'd opened up in a way that he hadn't before. Uh, I think, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just my comment on it. Um, if I was a producer, I'm, I might have waited a couple of days just to let the dust settle and then seeing how it looked in the light of day. 
So you really think it made him look bad? You really don't think it should be out? No, there. no, 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 no. It's not yeah, that. It's just, it's a, no, saying. it's not about being bad. No, no, no. You missed it. It's just very personal. So it's it's a very personal struggle that he's going through. And for example, in my deepest, darkest points, you know, when I'm, you know, in the middle of the night and I'm shaking and I'm thinking about all the horrible things I've said on Minifan Twitter, um, I don't know if I'd want that broadcast. Um, you know, enough. and you're that's vulnerable. That's all. That's all. Um, fair point. It's not a judgment thing. Um, every man should be able to cry on air. I think it's a show of strength, in fact, not weakness. Uh, it's Agreed. more to do with his emotional um, state at the time. Um, and then where are you sort of with the Cullinane experience so far? That was sort of the gathering of the goats every week. It was that sort of Cullinane assessment. Where, where are you now? I like Dave and I, I feel a little bad for him. I mean, he's overcome it. He was getting a lot of shit early, but then Kirk kind of broke his will and he fully submitted. And so now he gets treated better. But uh, I wish he fought back even a little more than he does. He, he Every now and then he comes in feisty and holds his ground. But um, I wish he would fight back a little more. There's usually never any substance to it. He goes, oh, you're a dickhead. And yeah. then Kirk will come back at him. He goes, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. That's but that's uh that's the most enjoyable thing. He that's like his that's his thing. That's his mm. thing. So yeah, just need more of it. Yeah, uh, I'm a big Cullinane guy. He, he's not perfect, but he's a big improvement on the last producer. Um, I obviously uh, have to work through this whole issue of um, being on the outside, uh, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, I want him to. So do is he well. just not? Re- is he just not responding to you? He does respond to me. Like he, he's not, he's not like we have a bad relationship, but he just. One word answers. En- yeah. And it, it just won't Ooh. even entertain any of my propositions. Like a, give me access to the Minifan HQ podcast feed. He just won't do that. He won't let me be able to go live on the KMN network. He won't entertain my rundown idea. I mean, all these things. And then he just, he doesn't provide any alternatives. He's not someone that's. But okay, your rundown maybe. idea is basically him creating a whole show. Basically, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely. Like, it's not like you're doing any of the work. You kind of just are just telling him exactly no, what I would, you want him to I do. I would help him with it. If I was program coordinator, <laughs> coordinator I'd put in to practice the systems to uh, make this. So happen. why don't you just do it? Why does he even need to be involved? Well, I, look, I, I'm always... It, look, maybe I will go rogue and do my own thing. That's what this podcast is, um, the Minifandom Fandom podcast feed, because of uh, I've been forced into it. I mean, I'm a team guy. I want to be on the network. I want to be helping Kirk and Carl and, um, you know, building stuff within the walls of the Kirk Minahan show. I don't want to be a mincel, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm going live on Twitter every night with my dumb Canadian friend talking bullshit. I mean, I'm only a few steps from there, so I've got to be really careful. Got to be really careful. You don't want to get dragged into that that hole. No, no. I want to no, be a part of the world. I want to contribute meaningfully. I think I've shown enough. So I, I, I just think now it's actually not that I'm disappointed. I'm just frustrated at Dave now because, you know, we're in a point. Kirk's been off for two or three weeks. This would be the perfect time to say, all right, man, let's talk about your ideas. We can work through them, whether we implement them, whether we don't. What do you want? Uh, and this would be the time to do it. Do you think he's being lazy or he just thinks it's a bad idea? 
I think he's just threatened by me now. Uh, like, yeah. I, I actually didn't ever want to be KMS producer now, but if if Kirk were to say, would you move to Boston and produce my stuff, I would do it now in a heartbeat, just out of frustration. Uh, I know my my family would enjoy living in the States. Uh, maybe I could get a green card through Barstool. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I would take his job now and in a second. Like, uh, maybe a few months ago I wouldn't have said that, but now I'm just like, well, you know, you just can't have it both ways, Dave. You can't pretend to be everybody's friend all the time. But then when it actually comes to doing stuff, um, just put your hands up in the air and wave around like an idiot. So I want to circle back to when you said Dave should trust you. And then uh, mm. minutes later you're saying I would absolutely take his job. <laughs> so maybe that's why he doesn't yeah, trust I... you. Maybe that's the foundation yeah, not... of the trust issue. I don't want his job, but I would take it. I mean, actually I do. Uh, I, I now want it. Like if I was offered it, I would take it, but I, I'm not going to do anything. Like I'm 10,000 miles away with a business, two businesses in, in Sydney and a family and they're at school. So, you know, I'm sort of talking tongue in, tongue in cheek, but I, I think there is an element to, you know, Kirk would see what I could do on the network and therefore that would sort of send him into a bit of a tailspin because he'd realize, oh, well, this, that's what Cullinane's not doing. Do you think Cullinane is is going to be able to produce the case in a technical production sense as well as Big Steve did? Well, it's a pretty low bar that was set, so I think so. But I, I you would, know, like, we, Big Steve assisted in a lot of the information tracking mm. and, and all that. Like, Kirk's not going to let Dave do that stuff, so... Mm. It's actually the workload has probably doubled. Overall, I would think the and look, given that Kirk's taken mental time and therefore, you know, he's got to get Dave to do something. But I go back to my original point. I think he needs a consultant or someone that's experienced in producing narrative long form content, you know, a series of of episodes. Just a little bit of experience in that field because there is a craft to it. I've that was always my take. Um Epi making episodic content is like a whole different muscle than just doing um interviews or stuff like that exactly like framing things episodically is very difficult yeah I, I agree um so that's where i'm at um what else is happening you've been consuming any minifan content uh what is it that's kirking off for a start yeah kirking off um false nine show with Daver and Buddy. Are you a football um, fan, a soccer fan? Yeah, of course. Of course. What team um, is it? Sheffield again, isn't it? Wolverhampton. Wolves. I always say Sheffield. Wolves. I don't know why. Yeah, you yeah, gotta right. fucking figure it out. Uh, yeah. I'll listen to the um, the show, BA show, when he's on there every now and then, you know, maybe on a Friday. Uh, what else? Daver talking loud, saying nothing. I love that show. Um, Profit picks from uh, the Hit the Post guy. He does an NFL show on Wednesday nights. I like that show. So, yeah, there's a good amount of content. That's good. I mean, I'm not consuming false nine. I'm not into football chat, soccer chat. Uh, I don't blame you. I mean, I like soccer, uh, but I watch it, but it's not something I consume. Um, then, you know, I think Dave is great, though. I mean, people think I'm joking. To me, Dave is one of the most talented on-air Minna fans. He's, he's very yes. natural. He's very natural. It's Yeah, I, I think he's got it. He could be on radio or something. 
even better um, he could have his own podcast that's right and cooking off has been good i was on all aboard i don't know when that's coming out um so stay tuned for that uh, what else have i been listening to um there hasn't been much other minna fan stuff i uh, li- i watched the chris um mike and cullinane show that was actually quite good um they actually the three of them have a good dynamic so if they do that once a week while the main show's off i think that's a, a good little dip into the world if you just want some uh content um oh i forgot to say very good show and blind mike blind mike project's been very good recently no pun intended um <laughs> but yeah i'm not too interested in the in the um Cullinane, Blind Mike, Chris shows, to be honest. Yeah, right. Fair enough. I don't love, um, yeah, I do. I like them. I got to say, I like them. The one thing I, I was, I don't listen to very good show. I don't listen to um, Blind Mike Project, uh, just on the odd occasion when they're talking about Minifan stuff. But I have been listening to Why Are You Laughing? Have you heard that? Yes. Yes. It's pretty good. I think it's pretty good. I got to congratulate Mike. It's a good show. Um, I would recommend it to people that want to sort of know about the history of comedy. I've said on previous episodes, I, I, Les Craig would be ideal, and the other guy. I actually don't no. think it needs anyone, but no, Mike you're wrong. And... The other Mike, Why? Mike Harris. He's he's the funniest guy on the show. Like he's so quick witted. So I think it's good to have him on the show. Craig Craig is good. He doesn't like overbear the show. He knows his stuff. I think why one criticism of the show would be it's already pretty long form content, right? Mike comes from a background of liking like shows that are more long form. I think they need to like loosen up a little bit. Sometimes they're very quick to like, oh, let's get back on track. I think and it'll you know, they've they've only recorded on, I think, two separate days. So I I imagine as they'll as they get more chemistry they'll settle down but i feel like sometimes they're a little too uptight when it's like Mm. it's a very relaxed subject so you can bullshit around and might get snappy if people go off tangent and stuff it's like everybody chill out yeah but he's trying to tell a story and that's where i think those other muppets just get in the way and you're right though they did record a lot um in the one session anybody can just like tell the story and facts and play clips like you need like your your little quips and jokes and like um you know you need to vamp on top of that otherwise it's just you're kind of just like aggregating information. Yeah, I don't need Craig's little quips though. On top of that, um, this is why you can't be trusted with the network. You're too petty. I like Craig. He's a great guy. I just think uh, there's enough of him on Blind Mike Project. We don't need him on this. And, and I guess the other thing that you said is that's why I recommend when a new podcast is starting not to record a lot in the first day. Record one or two and then listen back to them. So if you need to make adjustments, as you're saying, um, then you can do it. Whereas they've, I think they recorded, didn't say recorded like six in one day. So they're all sort of lined up now. I think they recorded four in one day and then four in another day mm. or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then, look, I have to say that the show that's been getting me through this Minifan uh, desert is the New Hampshire cast. I know you're oh, a it's fan. great. I'm a big fan. I'm a big Chris fan. Chris and Ethan are the best duo. They're great. Like, full stop. Ethan's great. great. It makes me, it's the only thing that really – that and, like, uh, New York bagels and delis are – 
that's the only thing I miss the East Coast for. Listening to that podcast makes me miss the East Coast. <laughs> makes me miss New England. I just love I've so I was describing it to someone the other day. Is you know, for me it's like going on a sort of mental holiday. You know, I can't really go anywhere. The borders have just opened. But you know, it's like going and visiting a town in New Hampshire. And uh, you know, Chris and Ethan are great storytellers. Um, they take I, you I on love, a little trip. They take they you do. on a little trip. Yeah. Have you noticed, Chris? There's a, a different edge to him back then. Oh, like he's, he was—he's more of an alpha. He's, he's yeah, an and he alpha. was just coming out of his divorce, and he hadn't yet hooked up with his new wife. And you can tell he was drinking a lot. And I also you think can tell he was bit... drinking a lot. You can tell he was definitely drinking yeah. a lot. And can, yeah. can you tell as well? I think around this time. Chris was already listening to Kirk because I think there's episodes and this is not a criticism because I've done it where he's doing Kirk impersonations. I hear the influence. I wouldn't say full on impersonations, but mm. I hear the influence. Mm. Yeah. But, um, and, and that's, and a, I, you, I, you, you can't really criticize people. No, I'm not. I'm just commenting. Yeah. Um, fair. I, um, would love though to meet Ethan one day. I mean, uh, Ethan to me, He's, he's like so much better than Karana, like as terms of the way he fits with Chris. And I love the way he, I think Ethan was in the army and he's got a very analytical sort of logical mind. And, you know, sometimes, back. I, yeah. And I, sometimes I want to ring him now and just ask him life advice. You know, what would you do, Ethan? Um, mm. Because he's so sensible and seems like, yeah, he's got his head screwed on. Well, yeah. One of my favorite episodes was his uh, tattoo episode, you know. Just oh, I'd love that. Yeah, doing some storytelling. And then my I think my all-time favorite episode is probably with commuter Laura talking about yes, trains. Yes, just listen to that. Love yeah, that one. And, Laura was great. Chris, Chris's mind is blown because she doesn't get drunk every day on the train on the way <laughs> yes. home. And he, he's like, I'd get drunk every single day. I sent Cullinane so much good clips from that show and from different shows, and he never used any of them. Bad instinct. Yeah, terrible instincts. Terrible instincts. Uh, that's my unique name for Cullinane. Terrible instincts, Dave. Yeah. Well, you're his mentor, so you gotta you gotta help him out. That's it. Well, VD, thanks for joining me on this show. I've got to go and run to do another broadcast. The Australian cricket captain has just quit amid a sexting scandal. So um, wow, it's blowing up, blowing up. He sent a dick pic sexting? to a coworker. Oh sexting, no. Yeah. Oh, is the dick so, pic out there? Um, well, I'll go, I'm sure it will be later on today. I think it was a few years ago, this, but it's just come out. But, yeah, crazy. Oh, oh man. All right, well, go get on the case. All right, well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, this is going to be put up, the video version, on the Men Is Live YouTube channel.